A reading from John 10, 8-10. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out, and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Wow, Jesus really gets down to brass tacks here um, in terms of the world he has come into that is an afflicted world. Mm. And um, so many people have taken what, in another place, is the wide road, uh, self-centeredness uh, and uh, its sinful inclinations. I, I keep on thinking of Mark 7, uh, that the condition of the human, you know, it's the condition of the human heart that is, uh, you know, reveals Satan's place in this world. Mm. Uh, uh, having a heart for God is, uh, is going towards the light through the gate, mm-hmm. having a heart for the, this world to just generalize it, this world. Um, no matter how beautiful it is and how strange and wondrous it is, it's afflicted. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, you know, there's so many things to say here because I think the I am's, uh, this mm-hmm. is I am the gate. Uh, I'd love you to give uh, us a kind of a sense of what exactly Jesus is saying because he's not speaking literally. He's, t- he's speaking uh, through the language of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So I am the gate is kind of a passageway to uh, a relationship with God. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's speaking very anointed through the Holy Spirit, but he's also speaking language his audience would have understood well. Um, shepherds in the first century, you know, they were pretty nomadic and they would allow their sheep to feed during the day. But then in the fields at night, in the fields at night, they would bring them into a, a pen. And essentially the pens uh, were stones stacked on one another in a circle. And usually on top of the stones, the shepherds uh, would place some type of thorny plant to keep the sheep from getting out and other animals from getting in. And there would be an entrance to that sheep pen. But the entrance, it wouldn't be a wooden gate that they had built or designed. Rather, the shepherd himself would lay down at night to block the sheep from exiting and anyone else, any other animals from getting in. And so what Jesus is saying to these followers of him is he's saying that he's the protector, right? He's the savior. And I think ultimately he's referencing the fact that he's the gate to eternal life. As he would later say uh, in John, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He uses that language through me all the time. And so this isn't to be confused with through our own works or through our own righteousness or through our own goodness. No, rather we go through Jesus and his righteousness and his fidelity. That's how we get to the Father. If you were uh, talking to uh, some new congregants at Stanwich Church, 
and you were talking about Jesus and you were talking about the I am's, uh, what would you like to get to cross to them? Because so many people that are coming to church these days are have a very strong secular kind of orientation. And so instead of being essentially the whole story, Jesus is part of the life, um, you know, the Sunday part of the life or Bible start part of the life. But when Jesus mm-hmm. is saying these I am's, uh, there's another level to that that is, it has to get our attention or we're sort of disregarding him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for someone that's new to the faith and new to the Bible, I think the most important thing about the I am statements is Jesus is differentiating himself from all other religious teachers. Uh, And he's differentiating himself in this way. When he uses that phrase, I am, he's referencing the fact uh, that he is God, right? He's going all the way back to Exodus 3, chapter 14, where God gives Moses the same answer. He says, I am. And so Jesus, he's not only claiming to be a good teacher or a good man or a good prophet, he's claiming to be God. And that's a huge difference between him and, say, Muhammad or Gandhi or really any other religious leader we find throughout history. That's very good. Uh, I, th- I think that in my uh, journey uh, uh, towards being a uh, Christian that believes that Jesus is the son of God, and there's no other way of um, identifying him, that he is either that or he isn't. Mm. And I think there's something, the existential is the wrong, wrong word, but I think it's hard for the contemporary mind uh, where there's so many things besieging it in terms of the internet and, and uh, the thousand things we have to do in any given day uh, that the focus on Jesus is impaired, uh, mm. simply, and, and it's not. I'm not talking about its fault. It's natural, mm-hmm. because our natural inclinations uh, are define ourselves in terms of what we can see and touch and feel and, and understand, and oftentimes that excludes Jesus, because we think of these miracles. Oh, that was two thousand years ago. They made it up or something. But actually what we're about here in these discussions is to try to bring the seriousness of who Jesus is to everybody's attention, if nothing Mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. 